This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello, hello everyone. Michelle Abraham here. I'm so excited to bring this presentation to you. Today, we are talking about plotting your content to amplify your influence, income, and impact. And as we believe it, amplify you, your uniqueness is your genius. So let's dive in. My name is Michelle Abraham, and I'm the founder of Amplify You, where we help entrepreneurs and experts, authors, coaches, uh, create, launch, market, manage, and monetize their podcasts so they can do what they do best. All right. So why do you want to pay attention to podcasting right now? Well, you know what? Right now we're in a world where time and attention are our most valuable assets. There's no other platform that even compares in comparison to podcasting right now when it comes to the amount of time people are going to listen to you. I'm so excited about podcasting. I started podcasting back in 2012, and I'll dive into more of that in the moment in a few minutes. But I just want to say that podcasting is in a very exciting space. May seem like there's a lot of shows out there, but there's tons of room for your voice and your creativity. So Facebook, you get about 18.2 seconds of someone's time. YouTube, we get four minutes and 20 seconds. Instagram, about 26 seconds. But on podcasting, typically a listener will listen to up to 20 minutes of time. And you're in their head, you're there, you're in their earbuds, they're taking you with you. What I love about podcasting is that uh, you are um, able to listen whenever you want. So it's on demand listening. So you're not interrupting people with uh, something they're scrolling by. It's that podcast episodes are out there available for people 24 seven, which I think is really awesome. And this is not say that podcasting is better than any other platform. What we're saying is that you should be having podcasting as part of your social content. When you're planning your content for 2022, it's an integral part 25% of the population are auditory listeners. So by having your content in audio format, plus also recording a video format, it's going to give you the opportunity to have a lot more, a lot more options out there. So typically podcast listeners are fluent, affluent, sorry, educated and loyal. So they listen to 80% or more of each episode and they listen to on average about seven shows a week which is really important. That means they're listening to a variety of different shows and not just one show on one topic kind of thing. So there's lots of really great shows out there to choose from. And so when your listener listens to your show, or if you are going to be a guest on a show, you really want to know that they're going to be listening for that. It's about 20, 20, 80% of the show. So about 20 minutes of time. So I hope it's okay if I share a little bit about my story. So my story in podcasting really began when I became a new mom. This little guy is so cute. Love him to death. And when I became a new mom, I had already been an entrepreneur. I had a busy fitness studio and a busy business in the fitness space. 
And what I realized when I slowed down to be a mom is that my business brain went to mush. <laughs> it was so used to being active and all that. And the goo goo gaga playing on the floor was awesome. But I was really missing my marketing brain and the strategy and business stuff. And so I looked up on the TV and I saw this purple little button on the Apple TV. And that was the podcasting app. So I turned it on while I was on the floor with my son. And all of a sudden I was listening to these shows that like eventual millionaire by Jamie Tardy was one I love and online marketing made it easy by Amy Porterfield. And they were, they were just getting started. This is back in 2012. So they were very new to podcasting as well. But what I loved about these shows is that they motivated me and inspired me to get into the game again, get myself addressed, get out the door, put my earbuds in, put my son in the stroller for a walk. And every Monday morning, we would listen to these episodes. I start to feel a lot better again. And I think look back now, and I think I'd gone into some postpartum depression a little bit, and this was really pulling me out. So as a listener, I felt really indebted to podcasting. And like, I saw the vision. I all of a sudden podcasting was in my car. It was on my phone. It was starting to become everywhere. And I knew that there's something to be said about this podcasting. Just, it was still early. Nobody really knew what podcasting was. So fast forward a few years, I started my started a podcast business. I started a Vancouver's YVR Vancouver's meetup for podcasting where we learned about podcasting. I started helping other people launch their podcasts. And before I knew it, I had a business where we were helping people leverage their time and make more money. We were doing a lot of different things, but podcasting was one of them. My husband and I decided that we were going to sell our house and move off the grid to our cabin on the Sunshine Coast. And this is where we live today. But how we ended up getting there has a lot to do with podcasting. So I wanted to go, we wanted to take our kids RVing. And we thought, well, living on the lake for the first winter, they were quite young and we didn't know what the weather was going to be like. So we thought we wanted to take them in an RV. And we knew nothing about RVing. So I said, I have a business idea. Why don't I start the Family RV Summit? So I went out there and I gathered 30 entrepreneurs who are in the uh, in the RV space and YouTubers and podcasters. And I interviewed them all. While I was interviewing them though for the summit, I also created a 15-minute podcast episode. So before I knew it, I had this amazing summit where we sold the recordings of it. And then I had this podcast that launched called Are We There Yet? And at the end of the podcast episodes, we sold the recordings for the summit. Well, let me tell you, that whole little adventure there, $7,500 later, we were able to buy an RV and spend six months traveling around Southern California, Nevada, Arizona with our family and, and running our podcast and our podcast business. So uh, podcasts, I have to thank for some really great adventures in my life and some reasons that we do the things we do today. What's really important about podcasting is that you're providing quality content. So you want to look at podcasting as a few different and in a few different ways. For me as an entrepreneur, what I really love about podcasting is that it's a vehicle for my listeners to kind of listen, get to know me make a decision about working with me and then connect with me um, and then perhaps work with me. But by doing that, need to have some strategy in place for the quality of the content that you're providing. We see a lot of shows out there, pod fade. So pod fade means someone got all excited. They went out there, they put together a podcast. And after about 15 or 20 episodes, they stopped their podcast. <laughs> and the reason that happens is because they weren't prepared 
for longevity of the podcast. It's a long-term marketing strategy. It's not a short-term gain. They also maybe weren't thinking about the content. And so if the content's not, not quality when you're putting it out there, you're going to lose steam on, on wanting to produce it and it's not going to get many results. So having a little bit of strategy in mind before you go out and start recording is really important. So at Amplify You, we've launched over 200 shows in the last three or four years. And we love launching podcasts. We love helping experts get their message out there in the world. Because we know by helping the experts get their message out there in the world, they're making a change. They're making the ripple effect of that is changing the listeners' lives as well. So at Amplify You, we've come up with a method for creating transformational podcast content. If you can transform your listeners when they're listening, that relates back to how I was being transformed as a listener to be motivated to get out with my earbuds in, take my son for a walk, get my business mojo back going again. I, I was a product of the transformation that podcasts had for me. So we'd like to share with our clients and you guys, listeners, people who love social media, really how you can do that. So there's a few key pieces in this. One is be brave with your voice. Two is get aligned with your message. Three is create momentum with your movement. Four is connect with community. And five is be transformational, not transactional. So let's dive into these. So be brave with your voice. We're all here on this earth because we have a message. That message needs to be heard by somebody. So it's your job to get that message out there in the world and be brave with your voice. The more vulnerable and raw you can be with your own story, like I just shared with you about having postpartum depression, the more vulnerable you can be, the more relatable you're going to be on your podcast. The listeners are going to be like, oh yeah, me too, or she gets me. That's when you have a really great podcast. So instead of talking at the people, you're talking with them, you're sharing your story. Storytelling is powerful. And also sharing the experiences of some of the problems that your audience may also be facing as well is going to really help solidify that bond between the listener and the host. So Emily Clark does a really great job of this. So she has podcasts that love your anxiety. And so Emily goes and you can tell the difference between someone who comes into a podcast and is like, hey, everybody, how are you all doing today? Oh my gosh, you know, this, this is happening in the world and blah, 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 blah. It's very big talking where Emily comes on her show and says, hey, how are you? It's Christmas time. I remember how overwhelmed I was at Christmas time when I was struggling with my anxiety. Can you see the difference? That's like very, very different way of talking. So Emily says that podcasting is the number one ROI in her business because the way she was speaking to her audience, she was speaking to herself five years prior when she was struggling with her anxiety. And then she was inviting them to come and have a conversation with her. That little formula there works extremely well to build that relationship with the listener and the hosts. Another podcaster that they did this well, Janet got a huge speaking, Janet's got a huge speaking engagement from her, um, from one of her guests on her show, because he was really impressed with her presentation style and the way she was able to communicate. He invited her to come speak in front of 40,000 people. How cool is that? So it's really neat the things that happen on a podcast. And it's not just about the download numbers. It's about the relationships that you're creating with either your guests or your hosts or relating the relationships that you're getting between the listeners and the hosts. 
and also the other guests that are coming on your show. So you never know what kind of opportunities kind of can come from there. So the next step in this, this method is to get aligned with your message. So we start off our podcast. We're really excited. We go down the path of mindset. And a few episodes in, you think, wait a second, we were going on on the path of mindset, but the conversations I've been having are more about, you know, your dreams and making your dreams a reality. So wait a second, do we need to kind of change the podcast here? That's a common, that's a common, (laughs) a common comment after you get going on podcasting. So how we think about podcasting is that it's stagnant. It stays here. It doesn't move. We've decided on the content. We've decided what we're going to say in the podcast and the title and the episode cover, all these things we decided at the beginning. Then as we get going on our journey, the personal development that happens for the host is huge. Not only that, but sometimes your message and your business might shift a little because you're getting more clear in your message. As your voice gets stronger, you might be coming away from where you originally were. (laughs) So don't worry, that happens. But this is where these people drop off and pod fade. And this is where we want to challenge you to just get back in alignment with your show, get back in alignment with your message and bring it back together. This can happen through a relaunch. This can happen at a perfect time for a new season or um, maybe some new cover art or some new music. It's funny, I was sharing with a group the other day that it's such a weird thing because when we first started our podcast, we're not really in the groove of it. Our voice is not developed yet, yet we have to write, you know, record our intro and our outro and our trailer. And it's like after 20 episodes or so, or 30 episodes, you go back and listen to that. And you're like, Oh, that sounded bad. <laughs> Don't worry. That's totally normal. If you're not embarrassed by your first few episodes, you waited too long to get them out. <laughs> so that's totally normal. But my point here is that, There's always time it can evolve, it can morph, it can flow. Keep your podcast fluid and let it grow with you instead of keeping it stagnant and stuck over here while you evolve and grow. And then you get out of alignment with it and then you start to hate your podcast. (laughs) We don't want you to hate your podcast. We want you to love it and keep doing it. But in order to do that, we just need to keep it in alignment with what you're doing and your message. So Ryan does a really good job of this. He's got the Soul Wealth Podcast. So he went from struggle to 279,000 downloads and a sold out high ticket coaching program with a wait list. What was happening with Ryan's show is like after a year of him putting out episodes every week, people were listening to all those episodes. So they won, they got to really get to know him. They felt like how I felt when I was first listening to The Eventual Millionaire. I felt like I could run up and give her a big hug at an event, right? that relationship you're building with your audience, people were then coming to him say, okay, Ryan, I'm ready to work with you now. There was no sales conversation involved. It was a, okay, I'm ready now. I know all about you. I've made a decision about you and I'm ready. So how great would that be for your business to have clients come to you when they're already pre-sold and working with you and they've already made that decision. So the third part of this formula is to create momentum with your movement. So what do we mean by this? So creating a movement is something that I think is a really powerful thing to do when you first start your podcast. So going out there and thinking about what are the problems you're solving with your podcast? Who are you speaking to? Okay, so what Ryan was speaking to in his podcast is helping people have a better relationship with money and making that money that felt good and it was in alignment with your business and it was in alignment with you. And so he created a movement of people who are all about that Okay, so they were struggling with money or not struggling with self-worth maybe, and they're wanting to have that wealth and that 
wealth that's aligned with our soul. So he's helping create a movement of people who are interested in that topic. So if you can also help your listeners by getting them involved while you're launching the show, hey, what do you guys think of this topic or this topic? What are you thinking? What's resonating with you more? What do you think about this cover art or this cover art? Or who would you like to see me interview? Or what kind of topics do you love when I talk about? Those are some things you want to involve your social media following here already following in before you launch a podcast. So they feel like they're involved in the making of the podcast. Then that's going to create the momentum in your movement. When you launch your show, people are going to get on board and want to support it. But creating a movement, something that's worthy of getting involved in is something that's so powerful in a podcast that can help people grow a podcast beyond themselves when it's, it's, when it's about something that's bigger than you. It's a mission or a message. Robin has a podcast called Parenting Our Future. So Robin's built a movement of parents who want to stop yelling at their kids. Her book is The Yelling Cure. So she launched her podcast with a contest that had 150 entries in it. Well, that helped grow her show quite a lot. It hit number one for the parenting podcast in three different categories launch week. She was a two comma club winner, which means she's had more than a million dollars come through her her funnel. And she is creating a movement of parents. Like I said, she's the author, author of The Yelling Cure. She's creating a movement of parents who really want to build deep bonds and connections with their kids. And one of the ways of that is to stop yelling. <laughs> so I love what Robin's about in her show. And she just models this perfectly. So creating a community with your show as well, if you can, you're gathering people that have a same similar kind of problem or wanting similar goals, this is a great place to build a community. One of my favorite shows, Dissecting Success, which is Blair and Teresa. So they had a strategy to build momentum with followers and they pre-launch their podcasts and all the work that they did, I was just mentioning before about, you know, getting their community involved, showing behind the scenes pictures of what they were doing, all those great things that they were doing that made them top 10 in when they launched their show in one of the most competitive categories in iTunes, which is marketing. So Blair and Teresa uh, are brilliant co-hosting style, which allows the listeners a sense of belonging. And they're having these incredible conversations that they invite you along to be a part of. So I think they've done a really great job of building community. And Candy, she's got a dialed-in community with a common goal. She wants to help her coaches get their first five clients. So they're all in the same place there, right? So they've got the same goal, the same audience. She's also built a huge following for her podcast through Pinterest. And so she's figured out that her listeners are on Pinterest and has used that platform to get hundreds and hundreds of downloads onto her free gift and onto her email address. Plus, we've saved her a lot of gray hair, she says, because of all the hours of work we've helped her save by we do her podcast for her. So we have a done-for-you service that helps the podcasters stay in the zone of genius and allow all they need to do is record and our team will take care of the rest of the editing and the publishing and the promoting of it and the syndicating to all the platforms. How great is that? You get to stay in your zone of genius. And for a lot of our entrepreneurs, that's in the creativity zone and imagination zone. And by staying in the imagination zone, you get to be transformational, not transactional. So your podcast is going to allow people to inspire them 
and to evoke emotion in them and inspire them to make a change or do something. That's how you become transformational. That level of value that you're providing is going to make your listeners do something, make a change in their life, inspire them to check out something else, inspire them to start moving, whatever it is that they're, you're inspiring them to do. That's your job as a podcast host is to evoke motion and inspire, inspire movement. So Dan does a great job of this. His guests always say, Dan, I've never shared that before with anybody. So how does he do that? He gets so deep into his questions that he asks questions that are similar and makes the listener or makes the, um, the guests that he's interviewing go deeper and deeper into their content. He's creating a transformation for his listeners. His guests always have something that they have overcome to make their dreams come real. And Dan does a great job of this on his podcast. So here's our secret ingredients. Number one, you have to be brave. You have to be really willing to stand up and put your voice out there. It's a scary thing. It took me four years to launch my podcast because of that reason. I was was just uncertain. Nobody gave me permission to have, to be able to flow with that podcast. I was uncertain of the content I wanted to deliver and the topics I wanted to talk about. And I was indecisive. And so that led me to second guess what I was doing and feel like nobody was going to listen. And so I wasn't being brave. (laughs) So being brave is one of the big ones. So first, a cup of serve first attitude. So remember a podcast, you're serving an audience, you're sharing a message and you're sharing a gift with them. The second part of the ingredients is five cups of a movement worthy message. So you need to have a message that's worth people getting involved in. And then three tablespoons of a proven signature program. (laughs) We have seen statistically that when you have a proven program or service in your business already, adding a podcast to your marketing is actually a great thing because then you can promote your products and services. You can speak to your ideal customers and then you're going to get those listeners turning them into buyers through your transformation you're going to create for them. The small wins you're going to give them. But having a proven signature program first is very helpful. And a pinch of the 111 formula. (laughs) So that means that you have people going to one place with one message (laughs) and there's only one opt-in from your show. So you got one place one point of entry into working with you. One mistake we've seen, and I've done it myself too, is that we're sending people to this opt-in or that opt-in or that place or this place. Send them to one place always. (laughs) Send them to one place, get them on your email address, then you can continue the conversation. So do you want them to go leave a review? Yes, I do. But I want them to get on my email first. So I'm going to give them a really great gift or something to do on the email list. And then I'm going to go send them to give me a review. And then you're going to bake that at 350 degrees with a commitment to a long-term strategy. So you'll see there's some snowball effect that happens with your podcast. It takes a while to get that first thousand listeners. And then it takes a while from the thousand to the 5,000. Then there's a some point that boulder that you're pushing up the hill is just going to start snowballing. Okay. And that's when your thousand listeners turn into 275,000 listeners. <laughs> and that's when things start, start really moving. And it doesn't have to be about the download listeners. I want to, do, I just want to put this out there that I use podcasts to leverage relationships and it's one of the best networking tools there. So one, I'm sharing a platform for my customers and for my our podcasters. I give them a platform to come and share about their show. 
And then also I bring on experts and more I get to have joint venture relationships with or the before and after of those conversations is what really moves the needle in my business. That's a totally different place to look at podcasting from than any other, <laughs> any other podcasts. Uh, I think companies that talk about or experts that talk about podcasting, not just about the downloads. So it stops people from creating transformational content. Like I, I experience fear. No one's going to listen. What am I going to talk about? Or, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared if this really blows up. <laughs> what if this goes viral? Am I prepared for that? So don't worry about that. We conquer the fear by just getting into action. The more action you can take, small little steps, steps towards your goal, it's going to feel not so crazy and not so fearful. You can just and get some support around it. So, you know, talk to us about strategy. We can give you some good ideas, what we see work, what doesn't work. That gets over your fear when you have that reassurance and that support or get a co-host that you can coordinate with together. That's awesome. Technology. This is one of my favorite things that stops people from actually getting out there is that you think that you need so many things to do a podcast. All you need is a laptop or a computer, a microphone. Um, so what you actually need is just a microphone and a Zoom account. Then you can get going. And this perfectionism thing. Oh my gosh. It causes stagnation and it stops you from actually moving forward. Okay. So done is better than perfect. <laughs> It's going to suck the first 10 episodes. <laughs> You're going to look back at 100 episodes and go, oh my gosh, don't listen to the first 10. They're terrible. And this is good. This is the opportunity to grow and improve and see how much you've improved. Don't worry. Everyone's first few episodes don't sound super good. Don't sound good. You don't have the content. You're not in the rhythm. Don't worry. It gets better over time and just keep going. Just do it. Done is better than perfect. And time. I don't have time to add a podcast into all the other things I'm already doing. I'm already doing all these other social media things. We'll stop for a second and think about your strategy here. What if you recorded all your podcast content from the beginning of the month that you need for all the whole month between your record your podcast and video, you've got video and you've got audio, you've got snippets, you've got clips that you can take out, you've got quotes you can make, you've got all the content in a transcription that you can need for article, blog posts, uh, social media posts, it's all right there. Take some behind the scenes pictures and then you're good to go for a good foundation of social media for your month. There is a million podcasts out there, guys, a million in April, 2020. 2.4 million podcasts in April, 2021. 2.7 million podcasts in November, 2021. When I first was looking into podcasts, this image even says 700,000 podcasts. And I think this image was from 2020, early 20, or I would say maybe, say maybe late in 2019. It's going like crazy out there. But out of those 2.7 million podcasts, all the shows we work with are in the top 5% because they're consistent, they're producing top good quality, and they're, and they're engaged with their audience. They're producing stuff constantly. And so that puts them in a high category. It's a good quality show and it's constantly producing episodes. There's still tons of room. We're in the infancy stage in podcasting. It's not too late. And if you don't want to be a podcast host, being a podcast guest is a fantastic way to get started. You show up and someone else already has the audience there for you. Everyone has a story, guys. You have an important story that needs to share in the world. It is your job to share that message with the world. Please be a guest on podcasts. Go out and have your own show. It's an authority generating platform. 
the credibility and the positioning that you get from having a podcast is not the same as anywhere else. It's amazing. You have a story, you have a message that's going to share that if you share is going to impact someone's life. It's going to impact many people's lives. And that ripple effect that you create is leaving a lasting impact in the world. So don't be shy, grab a microphone, get podcasting. And if you need some support, <laughs> we are here for you. So you just record and let us do the rest. We have podcast management. We have podcast launching. We have podcast guesting services, all sorts of things. We're here to support you and to help you. So what's your story? Let's get it out there on those shows today. And I'd like you to come and check this out, podcastsalesmachinelive.com. So learn exactly how to sell more high ticket offers and grow an eager buyer's audience fast with Podcast Sales Machine Live. This is an event my business partner Evans and I do every four, every once a month. It's a four-hour event. So check out the website, come and join us, and we're giving you two tickets. You won't be disappointed. You'll learn all about that transformational content you want to deliver. You'll learn all about our system for getting those results. And you'll love Evan's story from going from being poor house Evans and the mindset he had to being the awesome rock star guy that sold a podcast for 60 years and grew it to over a million listeners. You want to be here for that. So check it out. Come and join us. And otherwise, check out social media. I'm there. Come and connect with me. I'd love to chat with you and see how we can help support your podcasting dreams. Thanks again, guys. Michelle Abraham from Amplify You. So glad to be here today. And I hope you got a lot out of this. Reach out and say hi. Thanks. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, and review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.